0: hello you lovely lot and welcome to who knew a doctor who podcast i am your host as always josh carr and uh, it's 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 another another wonderful guest that i've got for you today um I, i always supply the goods one thing that i don't always supply is artists we don't have many artists on on the program um i don't know why uh but let's rectify that because we've got a fantastic one today um i'm sure everyone at home if you're active on twitter will have seen his work it's just absolutely phenomenal introducing the one and only blue fruity how are you hi thanks
1: yeah i'm I'm great i'm good uh thank you very much it's, it, what,
0: what an introduction wow oh well <laughs> I I, ha- I have to deliver. I have to deliver on the introductions, um, but but like I said, your your art precedes itself, um, and as people can see just next to me, there will be a little a little graphic of of your artistically imagined face, um, mm-hmm. and they can see your work speaks for itself. Um, but it, it, it's great to have you on. Um, as I said you've you've been on my list for a while, ever since I saw your artwork. Um, I've I've wanted to chat to you about it because um, I I love it I love it. There's, thank you, thank you very there's much. There's a hot take straight out of the gate. <laughs> I love <laughs> your artwork. Um, thank you very much. Um, I mean, let's let's get started where we always start because um, it, it, I love having a good old chin wag just about mm-hmm. Doctor Who, and that's what we're here to do. I, I, I always forget this bit. We're actually here to talk about Doctor Who and uh, our love for the programme. And uh, firstly, where where did Doctor Who begin for you? When did you become a Doctor Who fan?
1: I am pretty sure I watched it from like the beginning of the revival, but obviously at that time I will have been what? Like four, five years old. Mm -hmm. So I don't fully remember series one, but I'm pretty positive I remember watching series two at least on the tv and then from then on but i've been essentially watching it since since it came back my mum put it on and was just like you're you gonna watch this uh and fell in love and uh, you know like there's, there's the photo on my twitter somewhere of my, my childhood bedroom and it's just it's wall to wall too and it, it always has been i've always it just since since i first watched it um i've been watching it ever since um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It's just always been there for me, really. It's always as long as I can remember. Doctor Who's just been a thing.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, that's that's lovely. And when when you say wall to wall Doctor Who, I imagine your room probably looked very similar to mine, in that yeah. it was plastered with posters from Doctor Who adventures. Is that is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's. Yeah. I had a wall of like. Um, you know, this series three posters and I had a big TARDIS wardrobe and the, the sort of... Oh, you had a TARDIS with wardrobe? With the TARDIS and Daleks and stuff on it.
0: You, oh, yeah, I did. did you, it was did you did, did you paint it yourself?
1: <laughs> no, it was one of those... It, it was like an official one and it was like a tarp thing that you pulled over a frame. It was like, it was like a big oh, sort I of think tent I remember thing. remember
0: them. Yeah. yeah. my my mom, I think my mum took one look at them and said... There is not a chance I'm paying for that. <laughs> and, Joanne, if you want a if you want a Tardis wardrobe, me and you are painting it, painting it ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah um, well, fair enough. So yeah. We, yeah,
0: we set we set up one Saturday, and painted my wardrobe like a Tardis. Wow, And that's amazing. I would need to find pictures. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ring my mum and see if I can get pictures, and I'll put yeah. a picture on screen if I can find the picture of of my very shoddy. <laughs> Windows of the wrong size, TARDIS wardrobe. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, they those were the days, weren't they? I love Doctor Who adventures. It's not something that we we've, we've spoken about much on the show. Um, and those those amazing posters and those ridiculous little toys that you used to get with them. I just <laughs> yeah, I used to be I used to be obsessed. Um, I always remember them little Slovene popper things as well. Yeah, um, was
1: it was was that the one that had the the brain thing from uh, the evolution of the Daleks two-parter, you yes. know the yeah, it reeked. It really stunk. It
0: was oh, it did. <laughs> Yeah, it, it spelt really weird and yeah, mechanically, yeah. but like, sort of living like, and it yeah, worries yeah. me as to what was actually in there. Um, <laughs> I wonder what the BBC budget stretched to um yeah. to stick Ugh. in a kids kids magazine. I imagine something that's probably not legal these days. <laughs> whatever those chemicals were um
1: no so that, no yeah.
0: yeah yeah um so that's 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 interesting so doctor who has just sort of been always been there um which which i think is a lovely sentiment because i think it is that way for for a lot of people um especially yeah yeah
1: you know,
0: people who've who uh you know pre the the show going off the air it, it sort of just always existed in in some way whether yeah. it be. Um, the, the show or or the spin-off media. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to talk to you as well uh, obviously let, let's let's start talking about your artwork because that's that's yeah. really the the main reason why we're here. Um, when when did you start start getting into into becoming an artist? was it is it something from a very early age that that you were were drawing all the time or or is it something that you stumbled into later in life?
1: I think, yeah, much like sort of Doctor Who, it's, it's always been something I've done. Like, I, I was always sort of the kid in school that did the drawing. You know what I mean? I was the drawing kid. If, mm-hmm. if you wanted something drawn, you'd, you'd go to me and I'd I'd do it for you. And it, it sort of continued on just entirely for fun until sort of the end of school when I was like, right, maybe I should start taking this seriously and see what I can actually do with it. Mm-hmm. I need to go to art college and from then that's sort of like when i i would have classed myself an artist when like i started going right this is actually something i want to do rather than just something i i happen to do um but yeah so i'd say yeah but i mean you know i've been doodling since since i mean as as soon as i could um but yeah yeah I mean, too. Yeah. even then do you know what i mean <laughs> trying
0: yeah, and, like David yeah, because that's, so like, like that. yeah, that, that's when I when I mean I'm I'm not really nice. I did I did out of GCSE and that's uh, pretty much where yeah. it stopped. It sort of faded out after that. um But when I ever doodle or even now, like I was sat on the desk at work the other day, just drawing Daleks, and yeah. like I think it's it's just something that's it, it, a lot of those key designs like the TARDIS and the Daleks are just great Mm. for a little doodle aren't they because it's just lines and boxes and like easy shapes to recreate um so one one thing that fascinates me about your art is is your style because I I think you have such a distinct this is going to be me gushing about your art again but um (laughs) I think yeah I think you have a really distinctive art style that. You could spot a mile away. Like I, I could, like you could show me, like hundreds and hundreds of of drawings, and I, I could spot yours out of the lineup every single time because you've got this really original, distinctive. Um, Thank you. I, cartoonish, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I, I mean, I just think I, I love. Well, there's some amazing Doctor Who fan art out there. Out there. Um, oh, absolutely. And there yeah. always has been in a variety of styles. Um, <laughs> And I think that more, as said, I said I hope the term isn't deemed deri- derivative in any way, because um, it's very much a compliment. But that that cartoony style, um, no, that yeah, sort sort Seems like it seems like it could be like in in some kind of animation TV show or something. Like that style doesn't really seem to pop up a lot. It seems to be that you get a lot of realism and you get a lot of um, like sketch artwork, but i i think that's what stood out about your art when i saw it i was like i've never really seen doctor who yeah drawn like that before and it yeah, worked yeah. so well um so where 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 did your style come from how did you sort of naturally land at, at this point was it progressive over the years or um have, have you sort of always been led down the, the that cartoon path
1: i think yeah, I mean, I sort of for a, a long period, especially sort of my college years and stuff. Um, the the main sort of art I would make would be pastiche. I I was I was someone who could imitate styles. That was where I sort of found my comfort. I would you know, Adventure Time, Steven Universe, um, Total Drama Island. I I I could replicate these styles rather than develop my own, and mm. I think. It ended up just being that I, when I went right, I kind of want to do my own stuff now. I've you know I've had fun with this, but I want to do my own stuff. I start pinched a few ideas and just different key traits from these different things, and mm-hmm. then from there, like developed it into my own sort of method. You know, I'd say a lot of the shape language I use would be inspired by Tuttle Drum Island, but less exaggerated. And you know, certain expressions would would, would be not not reminiscent of steven universe or great falls or whatever um I, I was i was a big you know a few years ago and i was a big sort of animation fan you know Cartoon network and disney and mm. i sort of subconsciously and consciously took elements from that and then went from there and then now that i have not i've not really touched that stuff for a while it's sort of just become its own thing and it sort of self fulfills itself now where it's like yes yeah. The the changes aren't based on anything other than just me now, um, but yeah, yeah, I'd say you know it's it's definitely got that sort of two thousands two early two thousand tens vibe to it, which I I like. Yeah. I like that, yeah. But yeah. Cart- yeah. Cartoony is absolutely the word for it. It absolutely yeah. is cartoony. That that's what I I love about it.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, I I think like I said, it 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 really works. I mean, because I like I said that it stood out to me. Um, and obviously, the 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 first I saw of you um, was obviously your, your Doctor Who artwork when it when it started going around on on, on Twitter, yeah. um, and it astounded me like how because I think in my eyes Doctor Who really lends itself to artwork and it lends itself to yeah. interpretation from artists, um, but I, again, just the way that you um, capture that the characters and the profiles and the facial expressions and the costumes of all of these characters from Doctor Who, it just aligns so perfectly with your style. Um, what what do you imagine. think it is about, About no, no worries. Um, what, what do you think it is about those characters and, uh, and the characters that, that Doctor Who and the universe births um, that, that lends itself so well to, to that more cartoony style?
1: I, I'm not sure i think I think it, it's it's something that i sort of I, I tell people whenever I sort of talk about character design is that it's never at least if if you want to do the method I do it's not about accuracy, it's about capturing the personality and the vibe of the character and I think Doctor Who has such strong character like it's it's full of so much personality that makes at least for me the translation to art so easy because you've mm. got people like like John Pertwee who doesn't feel like a real person but he was and i think his sort of bonkersness and the sort of the way he looks and the way he moves and talks it it's also easy to exaggerate and turn into this sort of animated character because he himself is such a character like yeah. I, I think if if everything was a lot more sort of subtle and grounded in Doctor Who. It'd be a lot harder, at least for me, to sort of put that character into art. But it's, Doctor Who's just got such a magic that everything's sort of imbued with this sort of extra level of character to me, um, yeah. personality. I, th- I, I, that's, I think that's probably... That would be it for me. Um, it's, that it's just, yeah, it's just so full of personality and it just... It, I think because it's made by fans, that's the thing it, it, it's 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 mm. it's made with so much heart. It's not just pumped out for the sake of it. It's made because the people really love it, and it's got such a magic to it. And I think anything that comes from it, including art, is so sort of affected by that,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I think, yeah, it's like it's like you say the the character designs, um they're all so vibrant and like and just so they all seem so. Alive and sort of just slightly out of the realm of of realistic, like the like the cost, like you look at, at Colin's costume. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it could exist in real life, but you don't see costumes yeah. like that in real life. And it goes with the companions as well. Like when you know the the mad stuff they put Sarah Jane in half the time, um, and like Joe Grant. Like mm-hmm. I think. the the only thing one thing i can compare it to just because it's on my mind at the minute is like stranger things the the costumes that they uh, and the the costumes the hairstyles and things like that like in each series each character seems to have a very distinctive look um that's separate from what they were wearing or what what they look like the previous series and it it's bold and it stands out. Like I think about the series three, like eleven, with the like the bright 80s shirt and mm-hmm. like the short, like the the longer hair and and things like that. And I think Doctor Who has a lot of that as well. Um, absolutely, again, yeah. Yeah, I think like like you said with with a cartoony style, it means you can dial sort of that vibrancy up to yeah, the max absolutely. as well. Yeah, um, um,
1: yeah. No, I think you're totally right. I think you know it's it's an understated thing i think of how much design and character are in tandem i think because you know when when people sort of discuss different outfits for the doctors and stuff i think it's always a fun novelty but to me like the outfits that they wear are as synonymous with their character as their personality is because it's so intertwined of, of just being, it's so full of characters, there's no part of it that's just slapped on. Like, yeah. it, it's it's an active, it, it sort of enhances their personality, and their personality enhances their outfit. It's just this sort of cool, symbiotic relationship between the design and character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I try to take that to my art, really. and yeah. Some things, obviously, don't translate perfectly, and that's where you sort of draw the line between accuracy and sort of characters where you go right you know my 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 eighth doctor one in particular is is a design that's sort of so detached from the sort of actual design because the sort of vibes that he gives off and the the feeling behind his outfit is different to how it actually actually looks where you can sort of sort of in your mind the way you picture it is more what i'm going for than the actual truth of it you know
0: yeah yeah, and I think I think that works for the Eighth Doctor as well because yeah, it's a it's a doctor that's so ingrained in non visual medium. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like uh, like people are like obviously with with all of the doctors through audio and 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 books and things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of Doctor Who fans are very used to recreating the image of a doctor in their mind as they're yeah. as they're listening to audios and and reading books. Um, and no, none more than the Eighth Doctor, who is the, the king yeah. of audio, of course. Um, so I think, yeah, I, th- that makes a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, what, one thing that interests me as well is um, in, in terms of y- your art, because um, obviously I, this is the way that Twitter works for me. It just came up out of the blue. Um, just, okay. I think someone just retweeted it onto my timeline and I followed you. And now since I've, I've followed your work very closely, um, what, uh, what, what made you, um, expressly want to start doing a lot of doctor who stuff and posting it out there online? What what was your, your, your driving force behind making that decision and and sort of delving into the sometimes. Wonderful, sometimes horrifying world of Doctor Who Twitter.
1: <laughs> um, so I'd already been posting my art on Instagram since mm-hmm. since I started college. They sort of when I went to college, they were like, best thing to do is to start putting your art out there, and even if it doesn't, you know, even if no one sees it, at least you've got that there. Um, so I was doing that already, and then I went to uni to do animation, and uh halfway through we were all hit by a pandemic and sort of to try and combat my boredom um I was sort of talking to my roommate and we we'd the the year before I'd re-watched Capaldi and I went, Oh wow Capaldi's actually really good. Um you know we'd watched Geordie's series at the time it was kind of series eleven or twelve. Um and we I was sort of like in and out of Doc Two. I was like I was watching it but I wasn't as massively invested in it as i had been before mm-hmm. um and then my, my friend um scamper arty he, he's he's not posted like, he posts a lot of really funny memes and stuff on on twitter but he sort of said to me oh um i've just given some of the audio dramas on spotify go. you should you should have a go see if see if you like them and i was like yeah okay which one do you think and he's like Oh, uh, why not try? You know, Chance of Midnight, um, by the Eighth Doctor one, because he's quite, you know, he's one of the ones where a lot of his runs on audio, you're not missing anything else by not, you know, not watching the uh, the classic series, um. So I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, sounds good, and I listened to it, and I was like, that's that was amazing. I really enjoyed that. Actually, I can't believe how much I enjoyed that i listened to some other ones i listened to jubilee which is marvelous i listened to mm. um fear Monger, which is another great one and i was, I was gonna listen to fifth doctor i didn't doing it, doing it. Uh, and i went right okay i want to actually get into these now so i started from storm warning the, the eighth doctor story and just yeah went on from there and we've been now listening to them for what is it a year and a half only two years or something of just of just constant audios like like my counters and five hundred and ten or something. I was I um, was going to
0: mention yeah because <laughs> I I noticed that you had your counter on your Twitter and uh, you'd yeah. hit over five hundred yeah. big finish stories which <laughs> as someone who I was in a very similar position like in in about like I think it was more last year at like the beginning mm-hmm. of last year I, I I sort of wanted to start taking my first steps into big finish. Um, yeah. and i did the same i started a storm morning and just did a few of the eighth doctor ones and yeah, then i yeah. flitted around i've still got loads to listen to but oh, yeah. 500 audios it's <laughs> <is> an impressive <laughs> know, it's, fun, it's an impressive amount i
1: know and that's that's still only a third it's the thing it's still only about a third mental, of there isn't it
0: there's yeah, so I, much of it
1: not. just just before i so... go on to any more big finish stuff um sort of we we'd we'd hit we'd hit like it must have been about Dark Eyes we'd gotten to. Um, we, we did the Lucy Miller stuff quite late, actually. It was, it was weird. But <clears throat> after the Charlie arc, we we went on to Dark Eyes because we were sort of listening together, really, me, me, me and my roommate. Um, and we went... I, I, my, my auntie had said, oh, I've just got BritBox if you want to link to it. And I went, one second. Yeah. I'm pretty sure some Doc 2's on, on BritBox so i sort of had a look and i was like oh yeah it's got it's got all of it um so so i was just saying oh you know i I sort of talked to my roommate i was like i'm probably gonna sort of you know watch one or two episodes of um of classic Q. we'll see how it goes um and we started with with an unearthly child and we went that was actually really good and we just sort of went on from there I just we watched the whole, I mean it took a year we watched the whole thing from the beginning yeah. to end of Classic Who while listening to the audios at the same time, um, wow. so that was sort of the big sort of push for me toward, um, toward doing Doctor Who art is that like during COVID I was consuming audios and Classic Who at such an incredible rate that it was all that was on my mind so I was mm. drawing that constantly, um, and that it just ended up. You know, by chance that I went, oh, I don't have Twitter like this, because I hadn't really posted on Twitter before. I sort of put some on there. I can't even remember what it was now. Probably some 8 doctor stuff. I just went, e- you know, see what see how it does. And everyone was really lovely. So I just kept doing it, and I just kept yeah. posting. Everyone's been really lovely, and I, I, I'm i really lucky that I don't actually get many rude people at all. It's just a lot of lovely support and stuff. So I just keep doing it. Um, yeah. And I, I've, I've drawn very little other <laughs> than. Been Doctor Who for quite a while now, but I just I love it. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. it's 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 very funny. We've we've both had very similar journeys over the past few years. Because uh, again, like the way we started with Big Finish, the way we started with Classic Who, all very similar. Um, yeah, and that, that's what made this podcast. So it's that it's it's the same. I think lockdown. Obviously, it was a terrible time for a lot of people. Um, and but it's nice to see, especially in in the Doctor Who community, that a lot of good came out of it because you know yeah absolutely it's 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 fueled a lot of creative fires and it's mm. allowed a lot of people to spend the time to go and explore classic and big finish and big that yeah um,
1: yeah absolutely really
0: cool really cool um but yeah I mean like I said your your artwork it does does really really well on Twitter and. It, it's like i said it's not, i don't think it's luck that that you don't get any hate or anything like that i think it's purely that your your art is so good that you know that there is nothing to hate there is nothing to hate about it sure and, and it, like i said that just the way that you capture all of these characters and the way that, that you can feel sort of the spirit of each of these characters in in your art is is amazing one of my favorite pieces that you've done um is that one of just all of the doctors crammed in because um, I love, yeah. I love it. I love artworks that incorporate all of the doctors and a lot of the time they're sort of lined up or, and they're in very cool stances and looking very um, doctor in a, in a very cool moment. But yeah, yeah, you yeah. really capture the spirit of the, the other side of the doctor and the chaos and the, The silliness of Doctor Who by just cramming them all into this one page with no background space. Um, And even with just a tiny little, yeah, even with like a tiny little portion of the screen, each, their character, just through the facial expression and the costume and the colours, is just absolutely there. Um, And again, just uh, incredibly commendable to be able to do that and like it's, it's just a testament to to your art really um it's it's amazing amazing stuff um we one thing that i did want to ask before we go to a break
1: yeah. um
0: because it would be remiss of me to ask to not ask sorry blue fruity where did the name yeah. come from because everyone's going to be thinking it everyone's going to be asking at home where did blue fruity come from
1: i've no idea yeah. I really don't. I I I generally I like. I was like I, I I It was just in college. I was just like I was coming up with the, like my my Instagram page and stuff, and I was coming up with a username. Cause I, and you know I'd never done anything of this but I I, hmm. I really have. I don't know because I, I blue is even like, my favorite color. So like, and I do, I, do, I don't I don't particularly love fruit either. so... Yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I think I just, my brain just spat it out and I went, yeah, that'll do. And just went with it. Uh, I well, think it's pretty memorable, though.
0: I it think, is. I think it's, it's definitely memorable. Blue yeah. Fruity, like it's, and again, synonymous with you now. So it, it definitely That's the thing, works. Yeah,
1: I think it, it, it captures the energy of my art quite well. Definitely. So I think, yeah, but yeah.
0: <laughs> Definitely, perfect. So that's 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 all we needed to know. All we needed to know is that the answer is there is no answer. There is no answer, um, which is 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 always great. Um, so uh, we're going to take a very short break, and then when we come back, everybody knows what time it is because it's feature time, uh, and we've got features galore to get through, starting with the DVD collection. Uh, so we'll see you in a moment. Still, your host Josh Carr, and I'm still here with Blue Fruity. Um, the reason for the name, as we now know, unknown. Um, but we've got some features to attend to, as we usually do. And the first one is right here we have a DVD collection. Uh, it's not the DVD collection because I can't afford all of the Blu rays and DVDs because I'm poor. But um, Blue Fruity is going to be adding another one to the collection. So let's have a look. I've said the words DVD and collection too many times. Let's go <laughs> to the DVD collection. By the power of Greyskull. The Unicorn and the Wasp or Love and Monsters? Which one do you think I prefer? No, I mean, which one do you want to watch first? You are pulling my leg. Um, oh. That was... That was rambly, uh, as, as my links usually are. Um, but let's have a look and let's see what story you would like to submit. Um, by your oof sound there, I imagine it was quite a difficult choice. Well, I mean,
1: it wasn't, it wasn't. I'm, 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 I I'll keep panicking and checking that it's not been submitted before. Um, but the, the first thing that came to my mind was, was City of Death. And I, th- I think I'm going to have to go with City Death. I know it's the yeah. one, isn't it? It's like the, it's the classic story. It's it, is. Up, but it is. But it is brilliant. It's like, oh, it's just I've amazing. been waiting
0: for this day. I've been waiting for this day for so long because <laughs> um, I, I, I always, I mean, I love every type of pick, as people know. I love, mm-hmm. I love the ones that I hate. Uh, or the ones that I dislike, hate may be a strong word, because I don't hate any Doctor Who episode, but the ones that I dislike are always hilarious because everyone gets to watch yeah. me try and fumble and find something to say about some weird, obscure <laughs> Doctor Who episode that I'm not really a fan of. Um, and I like the, the 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 niche picks, but every now and then I do like it when a pick that is always going to get in here at some point gets put in. Um and mm-hmm. this this is definitely one of those occasions. So, please, why why City of Death?
1: Well, because it's City of Death, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it... <laughs> that's it. That's the end uh, of segment, Everybody. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's just it's it's just fantastic. I've watched it, um, twice over the past fortnight. Um, just not even in preparation for this, just because I love it. Um. And uh, I mean, it's just, it's just, it, it's just something special. It really is. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think it lends back to the sort of character thing for me is that like, I adore Your Death and the plot is great, but it's not this big bombastic massive sort of space-faring thing. It's not, that. it's essentially, it's a small little trio of characters within the fourth Doctor Romana, and Duggan just going around Paris for like two hours and there's obviously there's the Mona Lisa stuff and it's all wacky and crazy and brilliant. But really it's just this it's just such a nice vibe to it. I mean, it's, the first part of it, part one, is entirely just Romana and the Doctor on holiday in Paris. And I adore that. I love those scenes of just just chilling. I I I think that's something I really like in Doctor. And that's why I like Stranded so much, is that like you can have just mundanity in Doctor 2 and it feels brilliant because you can have the characters be mundane or be bonkers off the wall doing incredible things, and they're still the same characters, and you can just love every aspect of them. Um, and I mean, and, and the dialogue as well. I mean, the dialogue just—I mean, it's it's masterful, and it, it's, it's it every every bit of it is just. I and mean, you could analyze every, every line. It's just the the wit and the jokes and the. Personality to every every word is just fantastic, Mm -hmm. and you 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 pick up more each time you watch it as well. It's the thing. Like I'm on my fourth rewatch of it now, and every time I go, oh god, I didn't even see that. Oh oh, god, that's brilliant. Um, Yeah,
0: there are there are some (laughs) wonderful wonderful (laughs) moments in it. Like I mean, just everything with Mm. with with Scaroff is just. I mean, he's one of the best one-off villains Doctor Who has ever had. And everything really Duggan's
1: got such a charm to him,
0: he does, yeah. He Duggan's does. fantastic. Dug- Duggan's for me is, is in like my top five supporting characters of all time. Uh, in Doctor I can't wrap my head,
1: I'm, I might be wrong, I'm sure someone will correct me, but I, I can't believe he's not shown up again, Duggan, at any point in expanded yeah. I media. I can't, I can't, I'm pretty sure he hasn't. But there might be an obscure audio or novel i don't does, know but
0: like I, th- I feel like i don't know why someone who knows the comics better than me i have a feeling there may be a, D- a duggan appearance in a comic somewhere right that would i don't know sense. where that's pulled, yeah. come from out of, my bro- out of my brain maybe davis has covered it in broke canon at some point um but that's the nature of dr i'm sure duggan is <laughs> like some kind of space priest in like the 42nd century at some point because that's usually <laughs> what happens in expanded media in Doctor Who. Um like look at Kelsey Hooper from Sarah Jane, like just yeah, mad stuff know. happens. Um but yeah City of Death is is a marvelous pick. Absolutely brilliant because I I think it's it's some of Tom's best work as well. Like the scene yeah. where you know where they get to to the mansion and
1: oh yeah absolutely that whole bit what
0: a, what a wonderful butler he's so violent is one of the iconic doctor who lines <laughs> um and it's just filled with it is, i mean oh brilliant brilliant moments and it's in it's in the dvd collection uh fantastic pick and i i'll need to count Thank up. Much. people at home will know cal who does, catalogues the, 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 the entries, um, they will know if Tom has now gone into the lead. Uh, it's definitely oh. between David and Tom in terms yeah, of the yeah. stories. They're, they're, they're both getting there. So now we, we all know what it's time for. It's, it's that time where we hear from you, lovely lot at home, uh, with your wonderful questions. So let's reach our hands into the goodie bag that is bloody Twitter. For oh, God's sake! Bloody Twitter! First question okay. is from a regular listener, uh, Oscar Grouchos. Uh, speaking as a Doctor Who fan and fellow artist, who is the most fun for you to draw out of those to play the role? Uh, do you find character informs the sketch or the other way around? Uh, love your work, brother. Namaste. Uh, so, which out of the the doctors is is the most fun for you to play around with? It's got to be the Eighth Doctor.
1: It's got to yeah. be. I think he's the one I've drawn the most. He was the first one I sort of when I went right. I want to start doing Doctor Art again. He was the first one that I drew, and I just I've loved the design since I first drew it, and the tweaks have been so minimal. It's insane, but mm-hmm. um. Yeah, he's always he, he's been the one. I think I've drawn the Eighth Doctor now over fifty times, wow. uh, not including animations where I've, obviously I've drawn him even more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'd say it's it's got to be eight. It's just not about yeah. him.
0: This, he's just so fun to draw. Yeah, <laughs> and um and yeah, and then the the, the second part of the question: um, Do you find the character informs the sketch, or the other way around? Um. Yeah, the character always informs the
1: sketch for me. Um, I will always go in 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 my mind I'll always go into a piece of uh, art with the character in mind and probably the pose or generally the sort of vibe to it I I, I don't really do a base sketch and then go ah, who will this be afterwards it's always right it's, I'm going to draw the fourth Doctor now and I'd start yeah. there. But I think that's because um, of, of the way I, I draw things it's each design is so based in its own shapes. Like, some of the shape language isn't transferable between characters. Um, And on top of that, my my sketches are pretty much the finished line art, but ugly. So what I'll do is I'll, it's not like I'm drawing, like, a circle and a stick. I'm not drawing stick figures and then drawing my design on top. I'll be drawing the designs as you see them. And then going over that design with, uh, with the clean layer. But, yeah, so, I mean, pretty much, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll have to pause some of my sketches, but they're essentially just the finished
0: result, but ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'd love to see them. I'd absolutely love to see that because, yeah, it's 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 interesting that, that you sort of go straight in with that, like, near final design and then just clean it up afterwards because yeah, it's yeah. like... Like when, like, it's like you said, like with circles and stuff like that, that's sort of, I mean, when I did my art GCSE, that's how they taught us to draw things. Um, but uh, obviously, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely works. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's it's impressive that you can just sort of go straight in with the character. Yeah.
1: I think it absolutely just, it depends on the style. I think because mm. mine isn't based in uh, realism, Yeah, I can be a bit more sort of free with it. But I think, mm. you know, any way anyway is valid, really
0: yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, well the next question is from Ben at Real Enthusiast. Uh, "Hey man, love your work. Uh, your artwork is su- superb, and I'd commission an animated series in your style today if I could. <laughs> um, my question is, if they ever decided to make an animated series of Doctor Who, which cartoons or anime series, etc, uh, do you think it should take inspiration from?
1: Uh, I just, first off, I want to say thank you very much. That's that's such a compliment. But um, I I would genuinely say probably like Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'd like, say perfect. Yeah, I, I think sort of if for me if I were going to make a Docu cartoon, mm. I think the best way to pitch that is to have it sort of be along the lines of Sarah Jane Adventures, where it's targeted towards the slightly younger demographic of Doctor Who, where it's it's not exactly for, you know, little babies or anything, but it's like, Mm -hmm. it's for kids, just somewhat light that they can enjoy. And I think that there shouldn't be too many high stakes, you know? It shouldn't be like this massive plot arc over the series or anything. It should just be fun little adventures. And I think the best way to do it would be having one-off little adventures with different doctors. Because, I mean, you know, you could get, you could do a little animated episode, you know, just what, you know, 10, 20 minutes of the the Sixth Doctor, voiced by Colin Baker, just yeah. to introduce kids to classic Who in an easy way, and just have it be something fun and easy to watch, just something nice. Yeah. I think that would be the uh, thing. I think I think the sort of Scooby Doo vibe of it, of just like a little mystery, then you solve it, would be perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, completely agree. I think if if Doctor Who, if the main show were ever to take a break. Um, mm-hmm. And Doctor Who was to go off the air for a while, which I think yeah. you know it's probably going to happen at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long ago how long in the future that's going to be. Um, but say, in the same vein that Big Finish took the Eighth Doctor and sort of ran with ran with him, um, if there was an animated series in between, not to be the, the entire future of the show, but just to bridge the gap. Um, yeah, yeah. Until the until the new series came back with the last incumbent Doctor taking the reins, voicing it, and mm-hmm. then like maybe for every mid series or end of series, you drop in like fun multi Doctor stories or old yeah. villains, and that can be people's bridge to go back and watch the others, rebuild its popularity a little bit, and then maybe relaunch, relaunch the Absolutely. show. I think that would be the best way to go about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah i've i've said for ages and i think i've i must have tweeted this to you directly <laughs> at some point that an animated series in the style of your drawings would be amazing it would it would be so so cool um and that you know it's it's cool to see um other you know people out there doing doing animations uh josh snares they've done an incredible yeah, job yeah. With, with out of time recently um, and I think it shows. Yeah. I think I think Doctor Who's got uh, a, a, a future in in animation at some point. Um, who, who knows? Who knows? Um, I, I I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it'd just be perfect. And I mean, I imagine that the the scale that you could get with uh, obviously you know keeping it keeping it still friendly for the kids, but the scale of like a Dalek army. In animation yeah yeah absolutely would, you could you could get 10 times what the budget of of doctor who could get uh, through animation yeah. um and like the you know your tardis interior doesn't need to make mm. physical sense you can you no, can have. i think you can go batshit with it basically it's it's
1: so open i mean it's like the comics and stuff you know it's it's so open with what you want to do with it and i think mm. you know given the right budget some animated doctor who could really work and i think you know, it's not that we don't have animated Doc because we have the recreated episodes of Classic yeah. and stuff, and I do like them a lot. But I think given even more budget to just be its own thing, it could really work and just allow them to push the style a bit more and not worry too much about making it accurate. But yeah, I would I would love love to work on character design for um a Doc Two animated like projects by the BBC or whatever. I would love that. So yeah. But you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe one yeah. day.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um. Uh. Next question comes from Harry at Harry five nine eight seven. Um. They've asked, "What is your favorite big finish cover?" And what big finish series would you, at some point, like to do a cover for? Oh, um. For the first
1: one, um really tricky there's some absolutely gorgeous uh big finish covers especially i, I like a lot of the sort of newer stuff the mm-hmm. really i mean the design behind some of the new stuff is just fantastic um the yeah. the most recent eighth doctor sort of two-parter I was, cover i thing, was
0: just about to say gorgeous. i mean that's. So yeah. I believe it's is it is it Rafes Rafeski or or Rafsky? I don't know how you, yeah. you pronounce the name, but I believe that's who did that cover. And uh, they they also posted it's just like, a full spread of it, like where they combined the the image of yeah the middle. yeah yeah, and it was it was absolutely yeah. beautiful. Um, yeah, that's up there for me as well. Um, in terms of one of the the best finished
1: there's. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, though. I mean, I love, I, I've, I haven't even listened to the series, but the Gallifrey War Room one with the mm. sort of white background and then all, all the characters sort of putting through is gorgeous. One of my favourite ones, which no one ever talks about, is the the Silent screen, which is a James Goss fourth Doctor story, and it's got like this mm. big mouth, and it looks like a poster. I mean, it's just, it's just stunning. Um, but, I mean, there's so, so, so many. I could flick down my big finisher app and just, you know, Reel them off. There's so many. I can't fit this one. But yeah. So the the answer is a lot of them. (laughs) Most of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then the the Um, second part of the the question was was what what big finish covers uh, what big finish series? Sorry. Would you like to do a cover for in the future? If if you if it was something you were at all interested in.
1: I don't know if I could do it justice. Is a thing. I think maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's a thing. Is that like I would love to do that, but I don't know what series tonally would mm. fit my stuff. Maybe if they did like the comic strip adaptation stuff again, yeah, they did more of that. But like I don't, I, there's a lot of series that I adore, but I don't think my covers would suit the War Master stuff, <laughs> or like I don't know, I I don't know, and I think I, I don't know. It's really tricky, but I'd say pro- probably like yeah. comic adaptions or something, or if they do like. Sarah Jane stuff. Or maybe the Benny stuff, actually, because Benny's stuff mm. used to have drawn covers, so maybe I could yeah. do that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, sort of, get up a my station, really with it. Oh, no, don't be, <laughs> don't don't of... be
0: silly. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see comic book cover because I know the comic book covers, they sort of vary in style a lot more. I'd love to see uh, a, a comic book cover done by you, like maybe one of the new Fugitive Doctor ones. That would be that. That would look incredible. Yeah, me too. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that. Left. That would be great. I. I. Sorry, sorry, you I'm go. Out a bit. No, no, no. Sorry, go.
1: Um. I. I. Th- yeah. I think I'd be much more comfortable doing, like, a, like a variant cover for a comic rather than a big finished cover or a full mm. comic. I just like. I think. I don't know. I think for me a variant cover for a comic, although it's not something I've ever done, is something that I would feel at home with right away. Whereas, like, I think it'd have to be a particular story for Big Finish. Like, there's there's an EDA novel called Crooked World that's got, like, it's got a a drawn cover on it because it's, like, I think it's meant to be, like, they're in a cartoony world. I've not read it yet. So Mm. if they're a Big Finish story set in our cartoony world maybe like the land of fiction stuff i could do that i'd be up for that but i don't think i'd want to do a lot because i think people would get tired of it do you know what i mean um
0: yeah yeah i think i I think you're right in terms of the tone i think Mm -hmm. i think yeah comics it would it would definitely work or 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 like a like a doctor who video game in that style like a like one of the old old video games that used to get on the doctor who website like the like a game with that yeah. art style would be so so good like a like sort of like a 2d yeah, yeah. platformer um i think that would really work and <laughs> now i really want to see it um uh, the, the right. next question is from uh, the mighty pating um they asked uh, what is your favorite <laughs> big finish audio
1: Oh, really tricky. Out of um, five out of
0: five hundred, um, you I mean, now have to pick from.
1: That's the thing. It's it's so many. I mean, skirt sew is amazing. You know, it it Skirtsaw something just. I mean, generally, you know, I was in my bed and I was like jumping and stuff with just how sort of creepy and scary and stuff it is, and um, I mean that's that's a brilliant, brilliant story. Um. I recently listened to the war the war doctor begins um is it battlegrounds that that's that part of but the um the story rewind
0: oh yeah, my i've heard god. i've heard good oh things. my
1: god it's it's so much special like for, i'm i love i do love the war doctor stuff um but i'm like it's not always exactly what i'm into genuinely generally with mm-hmm. doctor because like i said I much prefer the sort of mundane stuff, and that's quite high-stakes, bombastic stuff. But Rewind is just something amazing. So if any, <laughs> that's my recommendation, is, is to listen to Rewind, to anyone listening. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, there's so many. I could list off so many. The Red Lady is another great audio, audio drama. You know, the, the Eighth Doctor one. Um, the Peterloo Lee Massacre. With the Fifth Doctor. I mean, ah, so many, so
0: many. But, yeah, I'm I can't ex- fit this I'm one again. I'm because I've, I've heard none of them none of those really? i've i've heard yeah i mean i'm oh, like i said i'm still quite new to it all and yeah i'm, I'm actually here's an exclusive for everyone I'm, I'm possibly planning a series on the channel where i go through the whole main range Ooh, one by one by and review them all range. i want to i want to try and do it because there's so yeah. much like i've never i've not even listened to spare parts yet. i've been saving <laughs> spare parts for a long time um try, i've listened to chimes i, I was like i Every time someone mentions big finish, it's got to be chimes or spare parts. I've at least listened to one of them, Um, and I've listened to Zagreus for some reason. That was (laughs) an experience and (laughs) a half. But there's so many other like lower stakes stories that I've not listened to. Um, Yeah, I just again, I, I I listened to Zagreus once while I was while I was working. And that was a day and a half. I'll tell you. Oh that was... yeah,
1: it's it's a it's a story. I mean, <laughs> wow. Oh my god.
0: I think it took yeah. me about three days to listen to it all the way through because I kept rewinding to try and figure out what was going on I, and what I'd missed. Turns I've out i have missed nothing.
1: I've, I've just not returned to it. Yeah, I've like <laughs> it's it's such a. I mean, oh man. Like, cause it's quite a few artists I've returned to and stuff. But like, I don't even even now I don't think I can tackle it.
0: Um, yeah. It, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a mad one.
1: Yeah. Dalek Universe though as well. All, all, all those stories are really good. Oh, I need to listen to the rest I've, a, to... I've only listened
0: to the start. Yeah. I, I need to oh God, I really need to up oh my big finish game. Yeah. Everyone on Twitter, <laughs> shout at me. And I'll do the I'll do if if people want to see me review the main range, maybe yeah. I'll get guests on for every episode to talk about each one. Um or for different episodes. I'll I'll do that. I'll start at the sirens of time and we'll go all the way through. Great Why idea. not? Um, yeah I'll, i might do it i might do it um and the, the last question um which is definitely an opportunity for an early plug before the end of the show um when will you start doing prints i need your stuff on my wall uh, asks and this is possibly the most difficult name and twitter name that anyone's ever given me uh <laughs> crest falls cosplay comic book covers at and this is their Twitter at at C underscore C underscore C underscore B underscore C. <laughs> Thank you for that, firstly, because I stumble over the, those all of the time, and you've given me a really simple one there. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've asked, when will you start doing prints?
1: Yeah, so I've got like, I've got a Redbubble thing set up. Um, yes. And you know, the people that have been buying for that is it's absolutely marvellous, and it feels amazing, like pe- that people actually want my like, stuff on their walls or on their computers, whatever. And um, I don't actually get much money at all from Redbubble, though. Mm-hmm. So I will be sort of at some point, God knows when, setting up my own sort of stuff where I print it off myself, and I'll go to conventions and stuff, and I'll be selling them there, and you'll you know give the money directly to the artists and stuff. But yes. um, that won't be just yeah, it'll be for, it will be for a while. So, if you want it now, and I don't blame you at all, and please go ahead, it's amazing. Uh, I have a Redbubble, it's linked in my bio, I think. Oh, if you go under most pieces of art, especially the lineups, it'll say if you want it as a sticker, get on my Redbubble. Um, so, yeah, you, you, you can get it all there. Um, and thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Lovely. No, no. Um, I mean, I definitely want some. My walls, I've, I've been meaning, I've got so many prints to put up. Um, i've got i've got some from from uh, other i've got some uh, some scott gray ones um who obviously yeah. does the comics yeah, yeah, yeah i've got i've got one from um the amazing it's one of my favorite pieces um from sam gingle with the the dalek playing chess with the with the skeleton i've got mm-hmm. that to go up somewhere um, but I haven't put any up in my office yet. And one of yours is going to get pride of place some, somewhere much. on these walls, because <laughs> I definitely want to get one, possibly that, that one of all of the doctors, I think, because I, I love it so I, much.
1: That's the only piece that. of my art that I've, I've got on my wall. And it wasn't even intentional is that my, um, my dad printed off, <laughs> print off one on this massive, I mean, it's absolutely huge. Um, like poster thing and it's on my wall and it's super cool but it's so big yeah. it'd probably be what like if i do a con i'll probably put it open and be like look this is my drawings um yeah, that'd be but great. that's the only piece piece of my art that i've actually got on any of my walls i should probably get some really
0: yeah uh, I, I i would i would love i would love to have some of yours on my wall and some other some other art from other doctor who fan artists because there's some amazing so, one out yeah. there um and there, there is a little Sophie Isles print somewhere behind here. Yeah, yeah, I, think yeah. it, I think it lands just behind my shoulder. Um, but yeah, I want to fill this place with fan art. So if anyone has any recommendations for fan artists who are selling stuff that I can support, chuck them in the comments because um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to buy more. Um, and that, that was bloody Twitter. Uh, so uh, you know, not too threatening, not a, not a massive nice, grilling for you there. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a nice one. Usually. I mean, we, we've had a lot of questions in the past about which doctors would have been in a fight. That I mean, <laughs> that always ends in in tears. Um, it either usually ends in tears or Pertwee, because everyone says Pertwee. Um, so that we've got our final feature uh, before the end of the show. Uh, and it's it, it don't tell the others, it might be my favorite. Um but we've got a nice little stroll down this velvety carpet, these adorned walls with framed pictures of legends of Doctor Who from throughout time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's probably a few cobwebs down there because I'm not cleaning it. So uh, (laughs) it is the one and only Corridor of Fame. Have you ever been limited by who you are? One day, I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Our lives are different. Anybody knows this. That's the exciting deal. Is mm. Do I have the right? to some people, small, beautiful events is what life is all yes, about. Yes, so in
1: nursery compared to us. Ten million years of absolute power. That's what it takes to be really profitable. It great decision, please. Like a huge boulder dropped in a lake. But it was a childish dream that made it. Thank you.
0: So the Corridor of Fame is essentially a Hall of Fame, but with people from Docky Who. Um, it's basically yeah people who are unsung heroes or maybe not so unsung heroes um, from over the years, the various mediums of Doctor Who that are submitted by my wonderful guests. And today is no different. Blue Fruity Who. Would you like to submit to the Corridor of Fame?
1: Well, m- much like my uh, City of Death um, sort of pick, this one is—it's not really a surprise. It's—it's it's not one that is niche. Uh, I'm going to go with John Dorney, uh, who is one of the. Yeah, I mean, he's like, you know, he's—he's he's one of those names on on Twitter that's passed around in the big Finnish community of just like, he knows what he's doing. He just really mm. does. Uh, his his stuff just. Fantastic. And he's he's been a driving force for me. Um when I've been going through these five hundred audios of just like, oh it's a a John Dorney story. Oh my god, it's amazing. Um and i I really don't think he ever misses is the thing. I mean there's I mean there's so many amazing writers across Doctor and Big Finish, but John Dorney was the first one for me at least that I was like, Wow um every time. Yeah. This is great, yeah,
0: I, I mean, from what I again, I haven't heard a hell of a lot because I need to explore more big finish. What I have heard is incredible. and I think I think it w- wouldn't be out there to say maybe one of the most universally loved Doctor okay. Who writers. I don't ever see really anyone say many bad words about John Dorney. um yeah. I, I think. His work is is heralded as, as some of the best in Big Finish. Um and for good right reason, it's a thing, yeah. Yeah, am I right in saying he did... Um, I'm pretty sure he did a lot of the Dalek Universe stuff, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah, he
0: did, yeah. That, I, think, I think that was probably my first exposure to him, which is a bit shameful. Um, and obviously, <laughs> I want to I listen to a lot more. Um, but it just screamed, this is someone who should really be writing for the show. Yeah, he
1: did, he did the... That big two parter in the first one, with oh, uh yeah, I don't want to say character yeah. with yeah, that yeah, character. No, no. We, yeah, we won't
0: do spoilers. Yeah, listen to it because it is one of it's oh, well the I mean, fun, it's, most. I remember Twitter just insane.
1: exploding like when it when it was released. Everyone just yeah, being like, "What that two parter?" Yeah, oh my god!
0: It's why I bought it. I I don't yeah. like I said I, I haven't listened to a lot of Big Finish. The Big Finish that I've listened to has been a lot of the stuff that's already on Spotify. I don't go yeah, out and yeah. buy a lot of big finish. Um, I bought the Ninth Doctor ones, the, mm-hmm. the first Ninth Doctor set because it was my Doctor coming back for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And the other one that I bought was Dalek Universe. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think Jess, my, my girlfriend, might have bought it for me. Um, but <laughs> the other one that I bought was Dalek Universe because I just couldn't. I saw the hype and I was like, I cannot have this spoiled for me before I listen to it yeah. because everyone is going wild saying it's one of the, the most hilarious and fun and mental cliffhangers in all of Doctor Who. Um, and it really is. It's just it is, it's yeah, Big I, Finish I, going full it wild.
1: It I love Dalek Universe. I think all nine episodes of it are just fantastic. And I think, you know, Big, Big Finish 10th Doctor is my favourite 10th Doctor. I think he's mm-hmm. just... His Characterization is brilliant and the stories are brilliant, and especially um John Darney's stuff is just brilliant. But I mean, across like I'm just I'm just looking down his, his TARDIS wiki, but I mean there's some of the things he's just written are just amazing. He wrote, you know, yeah. The Red Lady from Doom Collision, which is a fantastic story. The long way around from Strandage, which makes me bob baw- ball my eyes out. I just so many just amazing, amazing stories. Monsters in Metropolis by the in the Night Doctor stuff. Um yeah. I mean, and the oh god, the in the time well, the, the Davros palindrome thing, it's just oh man, just every story just hits for me. Just brilliant.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm very excited to explore more. Um if if there's one on that list that you would say is John Dorney's hidden gem.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh that not yeah. many
0: people talk about what what would you say it is?
1: It's divorced, beheaded, regenerated. I'm I'm positive that's that's his thing. Because yeah, it is divorce head regenerated it's a it's a messy story with the with the meddling monk, and it is so funny like it's it's I, for me I, I adore big finish, but it's quite hard to get me to laugh out loud when I am listening to something but but divorce Beheaded, regenerated just did that for me. It's so funny, and i'm I'm begging John Dorney to write more comedy because it's just yeah. so so good because usually he, i mean He's brilliant that character, he's brilliant at spectacle, he's brilliant at all this stuff. And he peppers in the comedy, but Divorce Behead Regenerated is it's a comedy story. The whole thing's just it's just having fun and it mm-hmm. works so so well. I love it. But yeah, I never hear anyone talk about it, but I think it's
0: great. Yeah. Um, well, I'm yeah. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Definitely. Yeah, and please as do, as do. I'm it's gonna check it. out a lot more John Dorney because mm-hmm. I like I, I think from his pedigree and the amount of people who talk about him and the amount of people who say he should be working from the show. I would be very surprised yeah. if Russell was ever considering dipping into Big Finish and nicking a writer or two to write yeah. an episode for the show. I think John Dorney is surely going to be near the top of that list because absolutely I'm pretty sure he might he must be as well up near the top with with like James Goss and Matt Fitton for yeah. The most stories written, uh, like he's probably yeah, written more I mean, it's, Doctor it's, Who than, than many, many other people. Yeah, he's yeah. The, I, I imagine old Uncle Terry is is the, probably the only one who who trumps him. But he's a lot of his were <laughs> rewriting Target novels and and things like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great pick. And another big we've had a lot of massive big finish love in this series so far because, I mean, so far we've had uh, Scott Hancock, James Goss, uh, Mark Wright yeah. and now John Dorney, all in the corridor of fame, just in this series. So people are loving Big Finish at the minute, evidently. Um, oh yeah. And I think there there are a lot of unsung heroes uh, sitting around there that, that that deserve to be up here with the big boys. Um, so it's it's great. It's a great pick, wonderful pick. And uh, John Dorney is in. Um, now we've uh, sadly. Uh, and and very quickly come come to the end of the show. Uh, it, it's been absolutely wonderful talking to you. But before we go, I do have one final question.
1: Okay, Ooh. and
0: it's it's the big one that, that I ask everybody. Um, in a sentence, roughly, what does Doctor Who mean to you?
1: Oh God. Um... <laughs> Oh, everybody's really reaction
0: tricky. everyone's reaction please if you feel the need to ignore the sentence it's just uh, it, it's the way i wrote it that it, the first time i did the pod and no not many people have adhered to it in the the 40 odd episode since so <laughs> just go go wild
1: oh god i um, it was really tricky
0: Hmm.
1: I would say that Doctor Who has sort of taught me that to make your world and your media and your story matter to people is to fill it with heart. I'd say that's that's probably that's probably where I'm at with my that would probably be my sentence. Just
0: yeah, it's because
1: it's just so full of heart more than anything else. I think probably that. But yeah,
0: that's a lovely a lovely way of putting it. I think. <laughs> And I think a lot of people will, can, can take note of that. And I think that's, that, that is why so many people love Doctor Who is, is Absolutely. it's got heart and it's got okay. so much, so much love at the center of it. Um, yeah. Even though sometimes it can be hard to see, especially <laughs> in our little Doctor Who Twitter echo chamber of, of hate and nonsense, but mm-hmm. it's, when you boil it down to the basics it is a a show about heart like you said um or hearts um so yeah yeah. um but yeah lovely 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 phrase for it and a lovely lovely episode it has been an absolute pleasure having you on thank you very Um, much before we go please take the stage and plug away plug whatever you want to plug um this is this is your time to sell.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. um Yeah, I mean, you know, as as I said earlier, I'm a doc two artist on Twitter and Instagram. um If you like my stuff, I'm blue fruity on everything. So just search blue fruity, no e, b l u, fruity. Uh, I'm just I'm only where I'm I'm constantly drawing doc two, and if you follow my Twitter, you can hear me ramble just nonsense about doc two or post doc two memes and stuff it's a very casual thing i'm not sort of an argumentative or sort of drama person at all so if you just want some positivity about doc two and some fun art you know give me a follow
0: i think that is the best advert you could have given um <laughs> so i mean if, if there's one thing we're all looking for now it's drama free um especially on twitter um but yes and obviously with the podcast, you've been listening to Who Knew a Doctor Who podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, and on YouTube, where you can get video versions. Um, and you can see my lovely mug uh, for the whole time. And uh, we've also got Twitter at Who Knew Podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well at Josh Ryan Carr. My Twitter is very much the same as free teas I try and stay <laughs> as drama-free as possible. and I usually just ramble about nonsense. Um, the uh, podcast, you can support us if, uh, if you feel the need to. I would uh, love you forever because um, it's been a bit of a tough one so far with having to buy a new laptop. So if you're able to, to support on Patreon... Um, you can go on the link down below. Uh, you can support for as low as £1 a month because uh, I know it's trying times. And uh, you'll get loads of fun stuff in return. You'll get early access to podcasts. Um, you can get discount on merch. You can get a fun little pin badge. You can suggest video ideas, things like that. Um, and I'm trying to grow a, a lovely little community of, of who knew fans um, on there and yeah you can get merch as well if you want a t-shirt with the logo on not many people buy them but they're there if you want them so who if you fancy it go for it um but this has been who knew um i said thank you blue fruity once again for joining me thank you very much thank you thank you and thank you all for listening and i will see you next time Massive thank you to all of our patrons and especially Cal King. If you want to become a patron, you can join for as low as £1 a month and get loads of benefits and support the pod. Check out the link in the description. Thanks for listening to Who Knew, a Doctor Who podcast. You can check us out wherever you get your podcasts and now on YouTube. Please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you can as it really helps us out. And a massive thanks to the Sononauts for lending their cover of the Doctor Who theme to be the theme for the podcast.